Welcome to today's episode of The Intentional Life. I'm your host, Amy Selby, and my husband. What up? AJ Selby. (laughs) Uh, Where we talk about life and relationships and being intentional in all of it. We answer your questions. We literally pull them out of a jar or a, what is it? A vase? Vase? A vase? Might be a pot for a potted plant. I don't know. (laughs) Might be. Who knows? Could be a mixing bowl for all I know. And we answer your questions. (laughs) (laughs) That's all I was trying to get out of that. (laughs) Yeah. Right on. How you doing today, babe? Great job, babe. Thanks. That was good. Learning how to do intros over here. Nice. (laughs) I'm going to take this out now. Jeez. Because I only want it for the music. Y'all. Isn't my wife gorgeous? <laughs> You're so cute. Thanks. Legit. Like, I... Oh. Thank you, Lord. I already have blush on, but I'm blushing. I won the jackpot, y'all. Because as beautiful <laughs> as she is on the outside, she is just an absolute treasure of a human being. And I'm really thankful for you. Thank you. So. I'm thankful for you. Well. Want to dive on in? Sure. Cue Stephen Curtis Chapman. <laughs> am I am I pulling them out today? Yes. Okay. Go for it. For those that are just listening, I'm stirring up all of the questions. He's stirring the pot. For those that are watching on video, <laughs> uh, I am. You can see I was stirring. I was stirring it up. See, like I said, mixing bowl, mixing bowl of questions. I don't know. Who knows? Anyways, also. Because, uh, you know, we're, we're on podcast, we're on YouTube, we're on both places. Make sure that you go like, subscribe, share. If you like any of our episodes, be sure to share them with a friend that you think would, would benefit from it. That they would be encouraged by the conversation and, um, and that they would then share that with more people because that's how we're going to grow. That's yep. how we're going to uh, be able to share this with more people. And I'm going to be 100% honest. We're not in it for the money. We're in it because we feel like we're supposed to. And, um, I mean, money would be great along the way. <laughs> like, monetize the channel? Sure. But that's not what we're, that's not what we're here for. Not trying, I'm not trying to out here be an influencer. I'm trying to be out here and, and love people. So. And have conversations. Yeah. So you can find us Instagram, YouTube, all the social medias. If you got a question like the one I'm about to read, make sure that you go and fill out the Google form in the show notes, in uh, in our social media links, all the things. So, yeah. All right, babe, today's... Ooh. We got a good one? Today's question, or questions, yeah, I should say. Daily double. <laughs> um, so, when it comes to marriage, this is what these, one, these ones are about. Uh, someone is wanting to know about respecting honoring and loving each other well and how in doing so that you can empower your spouse Mm -hmm. as well as how to divide household responsibilities in a marriage. Mm -hmm. We're getting into the juicy nitty gritty of life. (laughs) Y'all look, not everything is theology and, you know, heady, you know, mental health, Figuring out relational things, it sometimes it's, yo, or even, who takes out the trash, my dude? 
<laughs> like that's <laughs> that's just life, though. It was Anyways. the my dude that got me. <laughs> so, all right. I mean, it's true, but that's Love, what got me. <laughs> how do we go about? How does a married couple go about respecting, honoring, and loving each other well? Hmm. With intentionality. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I had to say Yo, it. Yo, people can I'm get just, tired of that. I'm sorry. Okay, no. no. I mean, you're I, not I promise wrong. I you're will refrain wrong, from saying that for like several episodes after this. Um, yeah. It's like such a simple question, but it's so good. Being able to really love your spouse well and to honor them and to respect them. I mean, without using like cliche phrases and stuff, but I mean, are you thinking about them above yourself? Are you, and not in the sense that you're a doormat, but in the sense of like, hey, what does my spouse need today? Like, what does AJ need today? What is he considering him, considering his day, considering his emotions, his thoughts, like, man, did he have a rough day at work today? Did he have a long day at work today? Is that why when he came home and he was snippy, it was because he is just, he's at zero right now. He's at zero percent. And am I going to respond out of like offense and, oh my gosh, I can't believe. And, or am I going to pause and be like, Hey, babe, are you, you okay? Like, did you have a hard day? How was your day? Oh, man, it was, it was real rough. I was in meetings back to back to back, and then I had this, and then I had that, and then this went wrong, and then this, I've got so much on my plate, and I had to work late, and, like, <laughs> considering that, considering maybe what you've been through in the day, um, Instead of just jumping to a conclusion or, you know, whatever it is, helping you carry your load, um, especially in those kind of days when you just don't have it, like, or vice versa. You know, I just don't, it's been a long, whatever it is. Yeah. Or in a season of life that's harder for one over the other or whatever that looks like. Does that make sense? Yeah, Absolutely. I mean, there's um, so much more that could go into this question, but right. that's initially what's like coming yeah. to mind. And I mean, with that, I think, I mean, when it comes to love, honor, and respect, there's so much of that that um, that I think in today's culture, people believe is rooted in feelings. Yeah. Like, I feel loving. I feel like I'm in love. and or be like, man, that person's incredible. I respect them so much. Or, um, man, I just want to honor this person. Mm. But the, the truth is, it's a daily choice where right. I am choosing to be respectful. I am choosing to honor this individual, which is kind of what you were talking about, of like thinking of yourself less. not in yeah. yeah, just being considerate. Um, and then and loving. There will be plenty of times through your life where you do not feel in love. 
when you're married. I mean, just in general in life, but especially married folks, there will be plenty of time throughout your life where you don't feel in love. And you can't let that dictate how you treat your spouse. Right. Well, and like you, what you, going back to what you were just saying of it's not rooted in feelings, it's rooted in like choice and actions yeah. of, I mean... Actual love, biblical love. Well, I mean, there's like, what in the Greek, there's like the three or four different words for love. But like actual love Mm -hmm. is a choice. Like it's something that you choose to walk out. It's not, oh, I feel this or I'm feeling these butterflies. Therefore, I'm in love. Therefore, like I'm going to treat you well because I love you. Well, actually... (laughs) As a believer, um, no, as a human, I'm not going to feel that way most of the time. After the initial, like, dating honeymoon phase is over and you just get into the grind of life, you don't feel like that every day. Yeah. It's just a choice that you make every day. It's a commitment that you make every day. They're like, I'm going to love you. I'm going to put you first in my life. We're going to consider each other. We're going to consider each other's opinions and thoughts and feelings and what kind of day you've had and all these things instead of demanding that you only do that for me and I don't need to do that for you. Like, that's not what loving each other looks like. Yeah, I think I think I think that people, they get married and. And they think that they're marrying the person and the feelings that they have at that moment in time. Like the way this person makes me feel right now in my life, that this is life. This is, you know, they're they're the one. They're the one that makes me feel like I'm complete and whole and you know, go down the list and I just love them so much. And it's like what you're saying, the you know, where it's the feelings and you hit life and it's like you have to go back to that and say, No, I didn't I wasn't marrying how that person made me feel. I was marrying that person regardless of how I feel about them till I die. Yeah. And yes, there are situations that where... And the feelings you know, can be great. Right. But... The, there are situations where... And we're not going into any conversation about divorce and things like that right now. Like there are different circumstances and things regarding all of that. But when it comes to... If you are in a marriage and you are committed to trying to love each other the very best you can every single day, mm-hmm. then it comes down to the choice that you make of how am I loving this person today? Yeah. Whether I feel like it or not, whether they didn't take out the garbage when they were supposed to, whether they left food out on the counter and it stayed out overnight so you got to throw it away, whether you didn't... Do something else they ask you to do. Whatever it is. Yeah. Doesn't matter. Yeah. Well, and. It's a choice to love and honor and respect. And love also has to do with like loving your spouse well. Also has to do with like having those difficult conversations when you need to have them. Be honest if something is rubbing you wrong. That's. I don't mean like little piddly things. It's like, okay, just get over your attitude because. 
this little something about them that irks you that's really not a big deal. But like if there's something that's consistent or a big thing or whatever it is uh, and they're unaware that it bothers you or, you know, they said something and they didn't even mean, you know, have malice intent, you know, but it, it hurt. Like have those conversations. Like don't lash out. Loving well is like choosing to forgive, <laughs> choosing to ask for forgiveness, not being so like, well, I, well, I'm in the right that you can't humble yourself and ask for forgiveness. Like that's loving your spouse well. I think also like talking about lo- uh, respect and honor, like there is a difference between the, the two and honor. Um, at least the way I've always thought about honor and like seen it is choosing to cover each other, which I mean, that's love as well. But in honoring you, when I go out with my girlfriends or hanging out with, you know, whoever, and they're, you know, let's say I'm hanging out with some people and they're gossiping about their husbands and the things that irk them about their husbands and, oh, my husband did this and blah, blah, blah. I'm going to choose not to speak about you that way because I want to honor you. It's not choosing to hide things. Oh, I don't want people to see them like out of a fearful place or a trying to uh, deceive people kind of way, but in a way that's like, no, I'm not going to talk down about my husband like that. No, like the things that I say about him in public are going to be things that are going to lift you up and are beneficial to our marriage and to like, I don't want people hearing annoying gossipy things about you come out of my mouth. He snores so much. That's different. No, I'm kidding. Oh. <laughs> I'm kidding. And there is a, like, anyway, yeah. So I think that has a lot to do with honor. It's like, how are you talking and treating, talking about and treating your spouse when they're not around? Yeah. You know? It's good stuff, babe. And I guess that, that kind of goes into how to divide up household responsibilities in a marriage. And actually, before we move into that, there was empowering your spouse. I think that. Oh, I forgot the, about that. I one, think yeah. the way that. I mean, I, I think it's just an aside. I think it's just a tag to the honor, love, and respect is that when, when you are making the intentional choice to love, honor, and respect your spouse and to, you know, help them and whatever their, your situation is, I think that you are empowering them. Because when they know that you have their back, then they know that they have the freedom to 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 move and execute and do what they need to do in life. There's security there. Yes. Yeah. When when I know you're not gonna trash talk me behind my back, you're not gonna you know all those things, and you know that I'm not gonna do that about you. Mm-hmm. And we're not going to do that to each other's faces either. We're not going to sit there and scream at each other. We have disagreements. We have arguments. But, like, we're not going to sit there and tear each other down, especially not intentionally tear each other down. Right. When we know that, we know, okay, we've got each other's back. We're going to have hard conversations when we need to. Like, we're going to stick with that. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that provides so much, like, 
security trust. and that that trust and that does empower you to like in your marriage in that relationship it empowers you to have a stronger healthier relationship um i think that empowers you like gives you confidence in everything else that you do because it's like well this other person said this and this and this about me but whatever my spouse has my back like when i go home at the end of the day the person that I chose to live the rest of my life with, they're not going to do that. Yeah, that's yeah, that's, that's good. cool. That's important. All right. How do we divide the household responsibilities, baby? I mean, I think that looks different for everybody. Like, what? I don't know. Like, everyone has different job circumstances. Everybody yeah. has, you know, and life changes. It ebbs and flows you know, at different times. And so, you know, if you're both working full-time jobs, like, what does that look like for you? What does, and I think also, who enjoys doing the dishes the most? Have that person do the dishes. Or like our agreement well, a lot of the time is whoever cooks, the other person does the dishes. True. Most Which, of the time. I mean, the, Not that the works. And I think it's, I think it's less of, um, I, I get where you're going with the whoever likes doing the dishes more because inevitably you'll have somebody that whatever the topic, whatever the thing is that they don't want to do, neither of the individuals in the couple want to do it. No, I um, know that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I think the thing to take into greater consideration is whoever whoever has the strongest opinion about how it should be done. Oh, that's a good that point. That person does it. That's a great point, babe. I like that better. Because oftentimes that's the person that's irritated that things aren't getting done the way that they're supposed to. They may not even care about actually doing the thing. They just want it done a certain way. And they're and either going to always strongly, correct it. Yeah. yeah. If you care strongly about it, you do it. Yeah. The, the, to me, it, it's interesting when I hear people talking about dividing up household responsibilities. And I get that. Like, I understand. Um, I think, I don't so know like, that Amy and I have ever really had that. Not, not really. <laughs> it's and, like, do you see it? Okay, you do it. Right. Because we have, we just have that ownership in the relationship where we approach the relationship and saying, this isn't 50, 50, this is 100, 100. Yes. There are times where my 100 is actually a 20 and Amy's like, Hey, I'll cover your other 80. Yeah. And we figure it out. And it's communicating on a daily basis. Like mm -hmm. who's going to cook dinner? Like I don't cook dinner every day. Actually, you cook dinner more than I do. <laughs> True. But it's Come like, we just, <laughs> no. Yeah. Oh my gosh. You're a good cook. Um, we just communicate. Yeah. And you know, some, for some people it does work better to like have cut and dry. Like you do this, I'll do this. For some people that works better. But I mean, for us, it just works better to like, if we see it needs to be done, we do it mm -hmm. or we communicate about it. Right. Um, also, I was going to say like, Communicate, I was going to say, especially if you're newly married, but if you're married at all and you just haven't thought about this or you keep having conflict in this, talk about, like, sit, and, well, on your own first individually, think about, and then come together and talk about, do you have any unexpressed expectations about it? Because maybe you grew up, uh, you know, each of us grew up, however we grew up, whatever family we grew up in, that did it the way they did it. Um the way that I grew up looked very different than the way my husband grew up. So we have very different ideas of, of what keeping house and like all of that looks like. And 
you know, do you have unexpressed expectations? Um, and that's causing like a headbutt and conflict. Like, did you grow up? I grew up in a really traditional, my dad had his own business and went to work every day. My mom was a stay at home mom with six kids. Like she did the cleaning and the cooking and taking us to school and buying the groceries. And my dad worked all day. And that was their agreement. That's what they, you know, he was like, I'll take care of the outside. Your mom takes care of the inside of the house. And that was, that worked for them yeah. for their whole marriage. I mean, that has worked for them. But your growing up looked totally different from that. I mean, to a degree, I guess not like completely, but yeah, I, you I, moved around I, a bunch. Both your parents worked like at different points of your life. Yeah. I wouldn't, I wouldn't say it was completely it different. Vastly, I mean, for, but, I mean, for me. Like, my mom didn't, like, my mom worked somewhat when I was growing up, but she didn't, like, she didn't have a full-time job. Right. Until, like, I was out of the house. I have, I have three younger siblings, and so, like, their finishing growing up with my parents is way different than mine. Who, yeah, that's yo, true. If you're the oldest child, <laughs> put in the comments the biggest thing that you saw that was a difference between how you grew up. And the youngest sibling grew up because we know there's a difference. My sister talks Granted, about that all the time. <laughs> and I will say, I'm not putting the parents on blast. We put y'all through the ringer. You get tired. I mean, it's also just life. That's it how is life, life. That's how life goes. It is life. Things change. You know, you're super worried about the first one. By the fourth one, you're like, whatever, eat dirt. Whatever, dude. <laughs> yeah, you just stuck a crane in your nose. All right, we'll get it out in a couple of days. Like, I don't know. Like, that was a weird example, but, but okay, you, you back get, to the topic. <laughs> you get what I'm saying. Yeah, but when it comes to um, what Amy's saying is absolutely right. When it comes to figuring out um, like how to split that up, it really comes down to you have to communicate. You have to be able yeah. to sit down and talk with your spouse without anything being accusatory or blaming anybody for maybe doing something wrong or the way you didn't want them to do it and just have a conversation and say, Hey, can you help me as we figure out what to do with X, Y, and Z? Like it really bothers me when the dishes get loaded in the dishwasher this way. Well, a, if you're the one that cares the most about that, do it. Also, if you don't have the time to do it, then, or if have you're the, some grace. and if you're the spouse <laughs> that is being asked to load something the right way, Love your spouse well and learn the things like that that make a difference to them that are going to make their day, mm-hmm. that are going to make like life easier. For you to to relearn how to load a dishwasher in a way that blesses your spouse isn't that it's not an insurmountable feat. It's yeah. not a big deal. <laughs> yeah. Like little example. Okay. I like my shirts folded a certain way. This is true. Amy likes her shirts folded a different way. I would do all of my laundry myself. Well, and I do me, your laundry. Let me finish. <laughs> and like, because I wanted my stuff folded a certain way and granted, it might come from any number of things, whether it's how I'm wired or time in the military, whatever it is. It just works best it, for it, you. you. It's like just it. how I prefer yeah. it. And so early, early in our, our, our marriage, you know, Amy would always fold my shirts the way she folded her shirts. I was like, I don't like, how this is, I'll just fold my own shirts. Like, it's fine. Like, I wasn't asking her to relearn, but she did. She relearned how to fold my shirts that whenever she does the laundry, 
which we both do laundry for the record. This is true. Whenever she does laundry, she shol- she shoulds, she folds my shirts just the way that I prefer to have my shirts folded. And it and it blesses me. And I try keyword is try to fold <laughs> her shirts the way that she likes them folded. I'm just not very good at it. So I try most of the time it turns into like we're there together and I like lay them flat so at least they don't get wrinkled. <laughs> Which I appreciate. And lot. then and then she folds them in her fancy way that that she likes. Then and they then, stand up like books and you can see them all instead of in a stack. Cause I will never ever wear the thing at the bottom of the stack. If I can't see it, I'm not putting it on. I see it all. Real life. But folks. you just want the stacks. You're like, yeah. give me a stack of shirts. I don't care. Right. And so works. But whether it's laundry, garbage, paying bills, I will say actually, when it comes to paying bills, I don't think um there can be somebody that is the primary person that like makes sure the things get paid. However, make sure you're both yeah. involved in it. Like Maybe. that should be one Who's of the biggest areas of communication. Who who's better at keeping track and making sure making sure stuff's paid on time? Yeah. That's the person that should be in charge, not the person that likes to spend a bunch of money and do fun things all the time. <laughs> For those that are listening, I'm sitting here pointing at myself because that's me. I'm I'm the spender. I like to have a good time. I like having fun. I like buying new tech. I like buying new things. Amy is much more frugal and like, you know, to to the T with Squirrel with budgeting away. things. And so she <laughs> She is helpful. She has helped me grown in that way. And I've also helped her be okay Loosen with up a little bit. Being okay with yeah. you know buying herself an extra cup of coffee on occasion. And so, but because we had the open communication about it and because we know what's happening in our finances, it makes it to where it's not just eight. That's your responsibility. It's your fault that such and such wasn't yeah. paid on time, or that why did we overdraft or why was this much spent? Nope. You're both involved in it. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's a really good point finances. One person probably, like you said, needs to be the primary getting it done person, but both people need to have input. Like, do not be a dictator when it comes to your finances and be like, you butt out, I'm doing it. Or, you know, like, no, that doesn't work because you both need to know what's going on in your finances. You both need to have an understanding of that whole situation. So make sure you're communicating about that. But yeah, that's probably the main thing that's like, make sure someone is on top of that at all times. As loud as crap. That sounds so weird. Why does that sound weird? The whoop, 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 whoop. Was, it, was that the part you're talking about? Maybe. What is that? It, it's a different womp womp sound that you can, <laughs> it, it's literally a button in the ambit, in the. In I've the, never in heard the, that before. Okay, sorry. The, so, nerd out, science explanation for it. The low end, <laughs> because it's lower, can be heard more through the vehicles. It's like if there's someone sitting next to you with a lot of oh, bass in the car. Weird. You can hear their bass going, but you can't hear all the, the music. You can't hear the actual the words. Same thing. <sighs> that thing coming up on you going, whoop, 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 whoop. that low end is coming through and it makes you go, what the heck is that? Yo. It's like when somebody, you know, the things where people are like, hey, so my car is making this noise. What does it sound like? 
Okay, anyway, sorry. Real life. I did, we'll see if this makes the cut. I don't know. Who knows? It could be funny. Anyway, we but, are. So yeah, I mean, yeah, when it comes to when it comes to all that, when it comes to dividing stuff up in your house, um make sure that it's not just that it's not being done in a way so that blame can be pointed if something falls through the cracks. Right. Make sure it's because that is maybe a strength of the individual that's doing it or they just care more than the person that doesn't there or that they care more than the person that cares less. And when that's the case, um, things tend to go a bit smoother, but it's not because people are just doing things to get things done. It's because now there's open, honest, regular communication about what it is that's going on. And that help. That's the key thing that helps everything go more smoothly. It's not about, this is how who's doing what. It's about the communication because, like I said, there is very little about our marriage and how we run our household at this point in time. That is, that's her responsibility than my responsibility. It's right. We are just figuring it out. And, we both live here. And, we're both yeah, gonna do it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. We both live here. Yeah. We're both adults. We're here. It's it's ours to take care of together. And so let, let's take care of it. Yeah. So awesome. All right. Well, let's close it out with one of our, our little questioning thingies. Okay. Is it my turn to pick? Show enough. I'm oh my God. Those that are listening, I'm fanning out the cards. As we speak. I'm extending them to Amy for her to choose what she chooses <laughs> so today. Dramatic. Hey, we haven't done one of these yet. Oh, she's doing a say anything. Which those? Oh, they have several questions. Those on. So ones I just have pick several. One. Yeah, just pick one. Okay, hold on. I have to read through. Oh god, oh. I just dropped a bunch. Uh, hold on. It's fine. They can stay there for now. <laughs> that last one is funny, but it doesn't apply because we don't have a pet. But what if we did? But we don't. Oh man. Um. For the record, <clears throat> I want a wiener dog. Long-haired. Long-haired doxy. Long-haired doxy. Okay, I'm going to go with the first question, which says, what's the scariest animal? The scariest animal? In your opinion, what is Ooh. the scariest animal? Oh, man. Um, okay. Really going to be different between... No, I, I am going to be honest and say that for me, personally, I think sharks. Mm. And here's why. Because I enjoy the water, but and background, I also enjoy hunting. So I spend a lot of time in the outdoors. Yes. People, other people might say bears, mountain lions, whatever. When I'm outdoors, I'm not going to say that I have eagle ears that I can hear everything, but <laughs> I'm very attuned to what is happening in the environment around me. Mm -hmm. I feel as if I would potentially have a greater probability of hearing one of those critters. If you're in the water, sharks don't make noise, y'all. You're just there swimming and they chomp. That's it. It chomps. It that's it. <laughs> that's that's what that's what makes it scary to me is that I can't hear it coming. Oh, and they're fast. Yeah. Anyways, oh. what about you? What's the scariest animal? I don't know. Now you got me thinking about sharks. 
For the record, I do not watch Shark Week. <laughs> no, thank you. Yo, nature is metal. What? You've never seen that? There's an entire I- Instagram, shout out to nature is metal, where it's just critters ripping each other apart. Oh, absolutely not. There is a reason I don't know what that means because I would not. Yeah. No, I can't. Nope. Yeah. No. Crazy stuff. Um. Okay. Weird. Um. Scariest animal. Scariest animal. Well, the first thing I thought of was a snake, but that's because I despise them. But also, don't go there. I know. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Okay, do it. <laughs> nope. I'll just okay. put it in post. I know exactly what you're thinking. Oh my gosh, you goober. Um, I don't know. There is some, they are, you can't really hear them coming either. And they can slide under doors. They what, can get, snakes? Snakes. That's true. It, look. Yeah. No. No. <laughs> Just no. Just no. All right. They can, they are fast. Most, some of them. Like what is what's the racer one? That's is that Africa or Asian Black country? Racer? Yeah, what I forget what country they're in. Oh uh-huh. my gosh, that is like my worst nightmare. A snake that's fa- well, most critters are faster than me. I'm not very fast, but I. I mean, they got. I mean, the snake guys. I don't trust them. Eastern racers are in. I mean, are a black snake that live in North America. Oh. But that one, that one's not a, that one's not, not a, that one's not a venomous one, venomous one. They don't have to be venomous for me to not like them. Oh, okay. Excuse me. It just has to be a snake. No, no thanks. Some of them are useful. I get that. Rat snakes, I get it. But, mm-mm. Are you talking about black mambas? Maybe. The ones in Africa? Where they like go up like this and they can like chase you? Yeah. <gasps> yep, that's it. That's like my worst nightmare. They can... S- they can slither up to speeds of 12.5 miles per hour. I definitely can't outrun you. <laughs> Gosh, that's terrifying. Can be no. 14 feet in length. Yo, a 14-foot angry Mm-mm. angry hose chasing you through the, the savannah. Need a, what is it? What's it called? The uh, What's it called? Badger? Honey badger. <laughs> Honey badger. Eat snakes. <laughs> oh, gosh. Anyway. All right. Yeah, well, I don't like those. All right. <laughs> you all listening and watching, what's the scariest animal for you? Let us know in the comments. And uh, don't forget, hit the Google form in our social media. And uh, make sure you follow us on social media. YouTube. If you got a question, like I said, Google form. And we'll see you next time. The Intentional Life Pod. The Intentional Life Pod. That's what we are. God, I'm hot. That was that Ooh, was a, that was a one. long one.